It's time to light up a cigar and talk about business and cars. Are you ready to get the insider edge and pick up a few ideas that you can incorporate into your business today? Your host, Brandon Green, has 25 plus years in the automotive industry with 10 plus years owning his own business. Together with a diverse lineup of guests from all industries, he's asking the right questions to get you the answers you seek. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Business Cars Cigars. I'm your host, Brandon Green, and we are uh, here today with a friend of mine that I met uh, about a month and a half ago. And really grown to respect this guy and his knowledge and what he uh, brings to the table. And he's a smart motherfucker. So he is the uh, CEO and founder of Tidelane Consulting. And you're in Florida, correct? That's it, man. Jacksonville, Florida. Awesome. To some people. Awesome. So uh, with that said, my uh, my new buddy, Keith Gauss, is right here. Did I say that right? Is it Gauss? Gauss? I I should have asked that before we started. I didn't even think about it. Gauze, yeah. I've, I've been called worse, bro. So okay, all right, cool. <laughs> so for everybody listening that doesn't know you and what you do, what you want to give us a little bit of your backstory and kind of uh, what kind of got you to where, where you're doing what you're doing now? Yeah, so uh, I was born in, in Texas, uh, and then you know shortly after we we came east and and been in Jacksonville since I was two. Uh, did traditional schooling here, uh, and then, and realized schools sucked, hated it. It wasn't for me. So I went into the military, did a few years from 99, basically to 2005, uh, joined the air force. Uh, I was in the special operations section of the air force, which nine out of 10 people don't even fucking know that exists. Uh, they just think it's, you know, a bunch of pretty boys sitting in comfy chairs and getting deployed to five-star hotels. So <laughs> for all your military buddies out there talking shit, uh, I'll, I'll beat them to it and, and put all the little rumors out there. Um, yeah, so spent did, did my uh, five years, got out, came back home, and, and natural progression for anyone really in, in kind of the special operations world uh, is law enforcement. So joined local sheriff's department, <clears throat> did some time there from uh, – it was 2005, 2006, once I got out of the academy uh, and then got out in, in 2012. But in that interim, got married, had kids, realized that the uh, income in, uh, of the law enforcement realm is shit. So yeah. had to go a different route. I, I created two startup companies uh, in my off time, which you know is probably the only positive thing about law enforcement is you have four or five days off at a time. So <clears throat> created a uh, party rental company where we rented out bounce houses. So we grew that from one, uh, one bounce house in my garage at the time to when we sold that business, I had about 500 inflatables and trackless trains and fucking cotton candy machines and anything else that could be rented for a kid's party. We had it. So. Oh, awesome. That, that was uh, my introduction to business ownership, which, you know, it was drinking through a water hose. Gained a lot of experience on what not to do as a business owner. And then, you know, which kind of led me to the route I'm in now. But once we sold that company and I sold the second company, I realized I had to figure out what to do with my money. So I started self-investing, uh, self-learning, and I realized I could monetize that. So I, I looked for a company that would pay for schooling and, and help me get all my credentials uh, I landed at Northwestern Mutual for about seven years, got all of my 
licenses and, and all the cool shit. Um, and then started putting the thinking pad on and, and really thought, uh, what can I do differently? And kind of getting myself away from, uh, you know, a, a product selling commission-based you know, financial advisor. Right. So I realized I really loved working with service industry guys, laid back country boys, blue collar, you know, uh, professionals in the smaller growth oriented business sector. I knew that realm because I came from it. Right. I, I trial and tribulation in my own company. I figured out what to do, what not to do. Right. Uh, yeah. I knew what the pain points were for a business owner. Uh, and I just started crafting Tideland Consulting. So we started that, you know, that process of putting together the business plan and, and the deliverables uh, probably two years ago. And in January uh, of this year, we launched. So Tideland Consulting is, like I said, it's growth oriented, company owner focused. Uh, you know, we help business owners create efficiencies around asset protection, risk management, uh, business organization, tax mitigation, which is, you know, kind of the popular go-to piece of the puzzle. Uh, minimizing taxes allows you guys who own companies to keep more of the hard-earned money you, you, you earn, right? Yeah, absolutely. That allows you to reinvest in your business, go on and buy other companies, you know, whatever it is that you do with, with excess cash inside the company. So tax minimization, and then business valuation and exit strategies, right? So why, why are we in business to begin with? Is it to sell it? Is it to pass it to generation two? Uh, but essentially, you know, those are the four or five pillars that we, we really harp on. And the, the goal is to create efficiencies in between all of the professionals at the table, right? So you as a business owner, me as a business owner, our professionals are never at the table together. So our insurance isn't talking to our investment guy who's not talking to the banker, who's not talking to this, the, the CPA and the accountant. And as a business owner, we're getting information, right, from all those people. And we're making decisions, but we're not really bouncing those decisions off of shit we've decided to do last year or shit we'll decide to do next year. And, and inefficiencies start to creep in. So... We Definitely. make sure we're back in that conversation between all the professionals. So you, the business owner can make the right decisions and, and things stay on track as they should. And then we, we kind of circle into the tax mitigation and all that other planning as well. So, you know, it, it's created um, a solution for a pain point. And that's, you know, a, as a business owner, we have an idea, we create a business, we open the LLC, we move forward, we make money. And then next thing you know, we're making a million dollars in revenue. And we're like, how the fuck did that happen? Right. And, and yeah. now what do we do? Right. We checked all the boxes that our buddies told us we needed to check, but were they the right boxes at the right time? And are they still the right things to do? So a lot of that stuff kind of circles back into the planning that we do. And, and uh, you know, the end result is uh, creating a hell of a lot more time on the business owner's hands so that they can operate the company efficiently. Right. That's what you do. Uh, you know how to go make money, right. And pull clients in the door. Last thing you yep, want to absolutely. do is on with the banker trying to figure shit out, right? So we we take all that stuff over for our clients, which uh, worked out pretty nice, man. I mean, you know, we're growing heavy and, you know, word of mouth is getting out. We're not doing any marketing. It's all strictly word of mouth. Um, and, you know, we're, we're pulling in clients, you know, probably three or four new clients a week at this point. That's awesome. That's uh, That's tremendous growth real quick, especially – just opening up in January. I didn't realize you had, uh, had started this that new, I mean, so to speak. So that's, that's fabulous. 
Yeah, I mean, been in the industry ten years. All right. Yeah. So, so but this new uh, this new business approach uh, is is fresh uh, this year. Uh, it's a byproduct of a lot of shit that kind of went into it, right? Just figuring out where exactly we fit in for the business owners that we wanted to serve and exactly what they were looking for. You know, it took us a couple of years to figure out based on personal knowledge of being a business owner and just learning the industries, right? So, you know, contractors, roofers, service-based industry guys, right? Uh, you know, smaller companies. Uh, so the learning curve was steep and quick, um, but we've got, you know, I mean, we've got a team of 20 professionals. We've got, you know, by the end of this year, we should have solidified payroll companies. It'll, it'll be on, on board and our uh, employee benefits company will be on board as well. So awesome. Essentially will be a one-stop shop for business owners on all things that they need. That's awesome. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. I've never heard of a place that does this before. Maybe there's something else out there. Maybe there's not, but me, you know, just sitting here in my little shop in St. Louis doing what I do. I, I, you know, I don't hear about some of this a, a lot, and especially a lot of the stuff you talk about. I mean, let's face it. I, I solder wires for a living, you know, or we build things or whatever. I mean, we don't know any of that shit. So. Yeah. And that's why we came to market the way we did. Right. Um, is to help folks like you, like your passion is not to sit behind a desk and crunch numbers and figure out where you're leaking money or where you could be more efficient. Your passion is making a badass truck sound and look ridiculous. Exactly. So if I can create the time for you to go do that and we can do all of the planning on the back end, it's a win-win for you. And it's, it's why we have a business, right? So, you know, it, it, it's taken off. Um, there, there are a few companies around the country that do it, but they, they typically have a very strong um, grasp on one of the pillars of planning and not a multitude where I took it. And, and the opportunity that I saw was if we can bring all of those professionals in and create a company, then we can have that one-stop shop. And I think, I think that's where, you know, we're going as, as individuals anyway. I mean, I I don't want to call three different people to get one answer. I want to call one person, tell them my issue, please go figure it out. Call me back with a solution. Gotcha. Right. And so I will pay good money for that opportunity so that I can go back into the shop and and make, you know, a hundred thousand dollars off this next vehicle. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the mindset. What's some of the the major problems you see as you, like say with a new client and you start working with them and whatever, I mean, is there really kind of one of those things you see a little bit more than another, or is, is it kind of a, an array of all, all five of those pillars that you're. It's, it's, uh, it's an array, but they're, but they're all pretty common. Right. And so uh, the biggest pain point is that people don't know what they don't know and they don't know what they don't know because they don't have time to figure it out. Right. Right. Like if I said, Hey, uh, Brandon, what, what can we create from a tax strategy for your company? You'd be like, no, I'm out. I don't even want to talk to you about this conversation. Cause I don't know. Yeah. I got so, no clue. <laughs> right. Exactly. And so I think that's a byproduct, right? One thing is that, you know, business owners, they are focused on growth of the business. They're not focused on anything else. So I think that's one of the, the biggest consistencies is that they don't take the time to figure out, is the information they're getting from these professionals the right information? Um, and is it consistently right? Meaning, you know, what you implemented back when you started the company in 2009, 
is it the same shit you should be doing in 2022? The answer most is of the times, no. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent of the time, it's no. However, we're uh, we're creatures of habit, right? So let's use PNC insurance. When's the last time you shopped out your car insurance? Never, right? Yeah, you know, I, I couldn't find out for it. Right. Hey, got it. Cause the state says I have to have it. So I go get it. And then I mm-hmm. never look at it again. And, and I notice that I pay a little bit more every single year. Well, when you get that, when you're 20 and now you're 40, I'm, I'm pretty sure things have changed in your world and, and your, your $500 deductible is probably not still the sufficient thing to do for you. Right. So that's an example that everyone can relate to where we come in is we, we make sure that we're doing stuff like that all throughout the year every single year, right? So making sure you're all your insurance, general liability, all the stuff is still efficient to continue to follow your growth of the business, right? right? So if you have general liability insurance, when you were a million dollar company and now you're a $20 million company, that same policy is not going to do justice, right? Or if you've added 17 divisions to your business or whatever the case may be, the point is business owners don't take the time to keep up with that stuff. Yeah. And that was I- one of the pain points. I'm, I'm definitely guilty of that for sure. And we all are. It's, we just, we check the box and we move on, right? That's just normal. Hey, can you do this? Yep. Check done. Got it. Yep. <laughs> Same thing happens within tax planning, right? Tax yep. code change every single year and, and almost every single month, new, new tax codes come out. So are you deploying all the tax codes that are possible for you to deploy as a business owner to minimize your relationship with uncle Sam? I have not met one person on this earth to date. I'm 40 years old as we sit here that likes paying taxes. Oh no, it sucks. Everyone hates it. So if your tax bill is hundred grand and we can create four or five strategies to implement, to drop that to 50 grand, we've created $50,000 in your pocket like that. Right. And that's yeah, yeah. duty. That's every single year. Those things can happen. Well, imagine 50 grand that you can redeploy into your business. You could buy an extra space. You could go buy the equipment you need to buy. You could do, you could just go a vacation. Like who gives a shit what you do with the money, but deploy the money to where you're making more wealth. And if you do that every year for 10 years, that's a lot of money. Oh yeah, absolutely. So that's just another example. So I think that, you know, the end all be all to to answer your question, like what's the common pain point? It's they don't know what they don't know because they've never talked to someone who's giving information that's not based on a product. I'm not trying to tell you tax minimization. If you like paying taxes, pay them. Great. (laughs) Right. I'm not trying to sell you insurance, right? If you need insurance and you have an insurance guy and I make a recommendation for you to buy insurance, then we're going to go use your insurance guy to buy the insurance. Gotcha. If if you have investment issues, we're going to use your investment people. If you don't have those people, we can help you find those people. That's just the difference in as we come in as a consultant versus someone looking to make a check to pay their rent or their mortgage, you know, by selling you a product. So I think that's, that's the biggest differentiator and and kind of what plays into the pain points was we get to talk about a lot of different pieces of that puzzle. Gotcha. And what would you reckon? Maybe this ain't the right, what right question, um, but recommend for like somebody that knows nothing. I mean, obviously get a hold of you and, you know, figure out the strategies, particularly for the business, I guess would probably be, may just answer my own question, but what would you suggest for people that are trying to figure this out or, um, you know, wanting to, you know, maybe 
just trying right now, they're just building the business and trying to do whatever. Don't have a whole lot of that extra cash around to do whatever to some things like that. Is there some thoughts and strategies you're uh, without giving away the bank, so to speak, uh, you know, that you would suggest? Oh, get yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm here to give away the bank, bro. Um, so so when we talk business organization, like for someone just going in the business or maybe someone who just opened up their business, it's important to understand how is my business organized? Am I an LLC? Am I an S corporation, C corporation, you know, uh, a, a partnership? What am I? So that's where we start. And, and within each one of those, we have different um, there's different requirements. So an LLC is probably the most simplistic of them all. And it provides a little bit of liability coverage so that, you know, your personal assets aren't necessarily under attack. An S corporation, you pick up a little bit more advantageous tax um, efficient planning, but there's also some requirements that go along with that, right? You have to pay yourself in a W-2. You got to pick up some things to, to qualify. Okay. Um, so for someone just starting out, I think that's where we start. What is my business? What do I think it's going to grow to? What would I like to see it you know, accomplished on the road? And then where, what's the most efficient thing for me to do today? A lot of people, it's, it's an LLC. Check the box, create your business entity, get your EIN number, and go open a bank account. Right? Those are the three quick pieces of the puzzle to get started. Then I think it's it's a matter of the income of the company on where we really go next, right? Of course, you're going to get your insurance. So depending again on on what type of company you're you're in, general liability insurance is is almost necessary in every single business entity. So you get general liability, right? <clears throat> now every single business owner coming in is title money. Right. I mean, there, I don't know a business owner that just said, hey, I opened up this business uh, with 50 million dollars in the bank and we can just go crazy. Most business owners starting out are, are doing it on a tight budget. So so we're obviously looking for the most efficient pieces of this puzzle. So you get all that stuff. And, and then as you start making money, taxes, taxes become the next thing. Like, holy shit, I'm, I'm getting clobbered over the head with taxes. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> here's some some really quick things that you guys out there can implement today. So if you're an S corporation or you're an LLC filing as an S corporation, I'm going to give you a couple take-homes. One is the Augusta strategy. The Augusta strategy says that if you're an LLC filing as an S corp or you're an S corp, uh, C corp, et cetera, you can't just be an LLC in other words. So anything other than just an LLC, you can file for the Augusta strategy. You have to own your primary residence and your business cannot be out of your primary residence. So you have to have a standalone business address where you get mail. You don't have to have a brick and mortar, so to speak, but you have to have a different address where you get mail uh, to solidify a business address. The Augusta strategy states that your company can rent your primary residence for 14 days out of the year. In that 14 days, you can have board meetings at your house. You can have employee functions at your house. You can have, uh, you know, just whatever growth, you know, business growth meetings, et cetera. You got to keep the dates, the minutes, what the meeting was about and who attended the meeting on a ledger. Okay. So those kind of the four pieces of the puzzle that if you were audited, you have to provide then the, you know, the IRS will leave you alone. So that 14 day rental 
is going to go off your current rental market. So what we go out and look at is normal uh, real estate rentals, Airbnbs, an event uh, facility that, that rent. And then we come up with a number in in between all three of those numbers. Gotcha. So let's just say it's a thousand bucks a night for simple math. That's $14,000 that your business can write a check to your personal bank account. That 14 grand is tax-free to you personally, a business deduction, right? And you save on the taxes. So just by simply doing the Augusta strategy, you could save, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty thousand dollars each year by having your CPA deploy that. Wow. The current go-to for most CPAs, most accountants is just writing off a percentage of your square footage, right? For your home office. Right. It's not a whole lot of money when you do that. So let's go for the better bang for the buck, which is the Augusta strategy, right? So that's one. Um, and, and it's a pretty elementary, pretty common, well-known one, okay? So that's nothing crazy outside the box. Right. Um, the other one that a lot of business owners don't know is that you can put your children on payroll, four years old, five years old, six years old, right? They can right. go on payroll and you can pay them up to 12,550 bucks a year. That's the maximum you can pay them. They don't have to file federal tax returns as long as you stay under that number. That money can be put into 529s for the kids. That money can be put into savings accounts, investment accounts, whatever, right? Most people put it into their kids' savings accounts so their kids can use it through the year. Right. right? <clears throat> Back to school shopping, whatever it may be. I have a lot of clients that put it into college planning because, you know, there's still some people out there that feel like college is the end all be all and, and kids got to go. And that's sure. okay. Yep. So, um, Twelve thousand five fifty being the max uh, is, is obviously something that is a deduction out of your taxable and, income of the business, right? Because and that's not, per child, correct? That is per kid. Yep. Right. Yep. And so, you know, what are the requirements? Uh, the kids cannot work during normal school hours. Okay, so you have to be mindful of that. They cannot work in a hazardous industry. So whatever they're doing around. Uh, office or job sites cannot be hazardous. Uh, so they can't be on the roof, you know, tearing shingles off or, or applying new <laughs> or doing a new re-roof. Um, most oftentimes they're around the office helping clean up. They're, they're you know, shoving envelopes full of, of mailers. They're wearing company clothes and getting put on Facebook as advertisement. Uh, you know, they're, they're doing simple things, right? Yep. There's no minimum hours. There's no maximum hours. Obviously, you can't create, you know, an 80-hour work week for your six-year-old, right? So let's be mindful. Oh, damn it. But as long as they're out around helping out and you can justify the twelve thousand dollars through the year, it's a no-brainer. Oh yeah. So those are two very simple elementary pieces of the puzzle that uh, you know most accountants and CPAs know about. Uh, very few like to do it for whatever reason. Um, and it's maybe just because they don't want to hang their hat on that. And then if an audit comes now there, they feel like they've done something wrong. These are all things in the tax code book that you can take advantage of. So they're all 100% legitimate items that you can deduct as long as you play by the rules. Right. Right. Um, for guys that are into real estate, you know, there, there's opportunities for what's called a cost segregation analysis. Cost segregation is a very big tax deduction opportunity. 
you're familiar with buying a vehicle and writing off and accelerating the depreciation, right? So a lot of people will say, Hey, I need to buy a, a, a work truck by the end of December. Right. And I got to go spend some money. Right. It's a pretty strategic go-to for most uh, accountants and CPAs. Hey, go buy a vehicle. It's got to weigh over 6,100 pounds, but go buy a vehicle. Well, the same method is used in the cost segregation world. It accelerates the depreciation that you have on a piece of real estate. And you can do it in one year, three years, five years, seven years, 10 years, et cetera. Case by case scenario on if it makes sense, but those are really big tax write-offs. We just did one for a client and I think it reduced his tax bill last year by $70,000. Oh, wow. Cost him six grand to do the cost segregation, saved him 70K. So big number, right? Oh, so yeah, a lot absolutely. of guys with rentals, a lot of guys with commercial real estate. That's another huge opportunity for guys who are, you know, who, who can justify needing to write off that kind of tax deduction. Um, you know, those are, those are really the three like quick strategy, strategic go-tos, buying the car, buying the equipment for section 179 for your business. So if you buy a computer, desks, hardware for your office, vehicles, those things can be depreciated in one year as opposed to five years, right? Those are kind of the real common ones. Um, and then we go a bit deeper right? we won't get into all that because I'll put half your people to sleep, but you know, <laughs> there's, I say all that to say this, like, if you've got a $20,000 tax bill, we can help you. If you've got a $300,000 tax bill, we can definitely help you. So the bigger your tax bill, probably the more important for you to go talk to someone who's a, a progressive tax thinker, right? I'm not a CPA. I'm not an accountant. I don't prepare people's taxes, but we know the tax code and I work in conjunction with the CPA and the accountant to make sure that these things happen. That's, gotcha. That's our job. Right. Awesome. Well, that's a hell of a lot of information, I think, for everybody right yeah. there. Take, take sure. a shot of bourbon, you know, take a, take a drink, dissect a little bit of that stuff. That's why people call us. There's not a lot of people out there passionate about tax reduction and, and investments and all that other shit, right? You just like, know. <laughs> a lot of people are just like, I love making money. I don't really know what to do with it. I just want to go make it. And I put it in my bank account and it makes me feel good. Uh, so, th- you know, those are things that we get passionate about and create helping, helping our clients create more wealth in their pocket, right? Keep more of what you earned. Yeah. And then teaching them ways that they can maximize the money that they're saving through lines of credit and, and different investment opportunities and real estate and stuff like that. Well, that's a, that's a hell of a thing to be doing, man. That's a, a lot of value. I, I see a lot of companies should be taking advantage of, including myself, because, um, yeah, I don't know shit when it comes to that. I'm fully aware. Of that. Uh, you know, it is what it is. You know, like you said, we're, we're focused on, uh, making money and getting clients in the door and doing what we do and building cars or whatever it may be, you know, yeah, farm, making, whatever payroll, it may be. Right? making payroll, yeah. making rent, making all the things that you kind of created this business for. And then you hire staff, and now you're responsible for their income, right? So yep. those things take over. The next thing you know, yeah, I mean, the stuff that we do falls way by the wayside, right? Until it's a problem. Yeah, you know, exactly. Until you get your, uh, you know, your first big tax bill and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> now, now what do I do? Yeah. Oh, yep. Yeah. So so the, it's it's out of sight, out of mind until that the, the, the poo and the fan collide. And then now we want to pay attention to it. So- Ideally, we try to get our clients well ahead of that, um, you know, and, and kind of keep them from having that experience. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. 
I'm going to shift gears here just a second. Let's do it. Um, you got a vet coming up you're part of. I noticed I was uh, looking at, and uh, we definitely want to uh, say something about that and plug that a little bit here coming up on December 8th in Texas. Out in Waco next month. What is it? September. September 8th. Uh, what I see. <clears throat> yeah. September 8th, 9th and 10th. I'll be out in Waco. Uh, September 8th. Uh, I'm going into an apex event, which is uh, the apex investors group. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a group I'm involved in. Uh, it's a hundred percent real estate focused. Uh, and then the 9th and 10th uh, we're doing a uh, kind of a, it's a hybrid. So that Saturday we're doing a team building uh, deal. Uh, and then the Sunday we're doing a strong man and CrossFit competition. Huh. Um, so this is all going to be geared towards uh, business owners in the contracting world. Awesome. Uh, it is open to everybody. It's not just contracting. So we've got some clients who are outside of the contracting space who are going to come. There's going to be a ton of roofers. There's going to be a ton of contracting dudes there, but there's also going to be some others. Uh, so that morning I'm going to put on the, uh, the pain session, uh, which is what I like <laughs> to call it. Uh, we're going to experience a little bit of, of physicality that morning. We're going to do some, some unique exercises and, uh, kind of a group, um, uh, mindset building workshop, if you will. So gotcha. we've got some stuff in store there. Uh, it's going to be hot and cold and wet and fun, uh, but team building oriented, uh, you've been through some things with me, so it's going to be along yep. the lines of what we've been through, uh, which we were sw- you know sworn to secrecy. Yes, <laughs> um, you know, so that's going to be the first thing in the morning, right? And and there's a re- a rhyme and reason why you wake up and put yourself in some pain, right? It's to get your day going, your fight or flight mechanism in store. And you know, if I get up at at five o'clock each morning, and I'm at the gym by you know five fifteen, and you know, get my butt kicked. And that's, yep. if I don't do that, my entire day's off. So that's, that's how I start my day. <clears throat> so it's the same thing, right? We're going to get up, we're going to have a little bit of pain, a little bit of fun, and we're going to do some team building exercises. Then we're going to have some lunch. Uh, we're going to do some, some, uh, you know, some business conversation. We're going to bring a ton of data for these guys uh, to shortcut a lot of these pain points uh, and help them overcome issues that they are having in their business uh, we're gonna we're gonna cut some time out for networking so that everybody you know we can meet and mingle. Um, you know, a lot of business typically happens in those scenarios. You know, oh, yeah. like, shit, I wouldn't be on this podcast if we didn't have some time to kick it uh, in, in Missouri, uh, St. Louis, not too long ago. So uh, that's gonna be fun, man. And, and we're gonna bring a ton of data, a ton of raw information, a ton of vulnerability to the table, uh, and, and just pour into people. Uh, and then Sunday. You know, we've got, uh, I think the, the, I forget the name of the company, but have you seen those guys who like slap each other, like professional slap fighting? I've, I've seen videos of it. Yeah. Okay. So they're coming, uh, oh, they're bringing their wow. entire crew, uh, oh, wow. they're bringing, uh, the professional slappers or whatever you call these guys <laughs> who just slap the shit out of each other. So they're coming, uh, we have a strongman competition where we've got some, some, big ass dudes showing up uh, to lift some heavyweights. And then we're doing a, a full CrossFit competition. Oh, wow. Awesome. It's going to be a team CrossFit deal. So I think uh, there's probably 10 or 15 gyms locally. They're going to send a team and show up. Uh, so it should be a good few days, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're excited. Um, John Paramore will be there uh, with Smashco uh, for you guys who don't know what Smashco is. Go look that up. 
John's a good dude uh, and brings some solid heat to the table. Oh yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's going to be a good event. It's free. It's fucking free. Right. I mean, Waco is a little bit of a trip for you, but it's free. You know, so anybody, all I got to do is get there. Although my skinny ass doesn't need to be in no strongman competition. <laughs> no, no, maybe judging, right? Maybe. Yeah, judging. there you go. And be like, eh, that, look at that big motherfucker. But yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But for anyone in the Waco, Dallas, Fort Worth area uh, or anyone around that's that's willing to make the drive, um, I can get Brandon the link and, and we can get that shared to you guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely free. It's two hundred dollars to secure your seat and you get your two hundred bucks back the day you show up. So uh, we just want to get a, a good, you know, ideally if you put $200 in, you're going to show up. Yeah. You want, you want people that are committed. That's it. You know, and then Absolutely. you get back. So yeah, it's going to be a dope, uh, a good, really good time. Awesome. Fun. Yep. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. I'm a, uh... Uh, I probably can't make Waco that, that day, but uh, I look forward to hearing about it. You can fill me in later on how many people's asses you kicked. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're, it'll be just like a, it'll be a pat on the back. Nothing, nothing crazy. You know, we're not, we're not doing anything harmful, uh, but we are going to challenge people to, to get outside their comfort zone. Uh, you know, which is good. I mean, you, you know, you went Definitely to a good thing. Yeah. So you know, the whole idea behind this is, is helping people get out of their own way. You know, and, and at the end of the day, we all have that shit in our heads, you know, between the years. Uh, I suffer from it. Everyone suffers from it where you just fall in a slump and the woe is me shit starts happening. And then absolutely rattles everything. Right. Then you, you don't go to the gym at 5 a.m. You do it later in the day. It throws shit off and you start pouting. And then, it, you know, the shit in the fan collide heavy. So. Uh, you know, just getting people out of that funk and, and giving them some tools and techniques to take back home and, and keep themselves from falling back into it. That's awesome, man. Well, I'm, uh, I look forward to, to hearing about that and how it goes. So uh, that's a really cool thing you're doing. Absolutely. Definitely help out a lot of people for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. And according to how this one goes, we're probably going to start doing them uh, regionally. You know, we're going to start traveling bouncing around and doing, doing them here and there. And I think Florida is next on the, on the hit list. Uh, and then, you know, we'll kind of take it from there. Sweet. Well, if you do one St. Louis, I'd uh, love to see that too. No, uh, I think I'll see you uh, September, October. Well, I don't know. Uh, October 5th and 6th, I think is our quarterly meetup thing for that. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be there for that. Which we're talking about the uh, uh, events and stuff we do with John Paramore Smash Go, which he'll be on here at some point. I just gotta get him nailed down. Yeah. Him and Adam, him and Adam have both been a little hard to get nailed down, but we're getting there. We'll make it happen. Yeah, they're they're a little busy. Yeah, it, it happens. I mean, let's sure. face it, That's they're right. not doing what they're doing to sit around and wait for somebody to call. They're doing right. shit. So. Yep, which is exactly what we're trying to do. We're doing it. We're doing it, man. You're yes, doing sir. It. So if somebody wants, um, wants to uh, hit you up, need some services, which let's face it, everybody needs those services. Um, where do they do that? Where do they find you at, man? So Facebook, obviously Keith Gauze, G A U S E correct spelling. Um, you know, Tideland Financial, Tideland Consulting, <clears throat> both on Facebook. My cell phone is probably the, the most simplistic, 904-401-9327. Um, we give everybody a free consultation where we'll kind of sit down and kind of get a good understanding of what they got going on. We'll be the first to tell you if we're the right fit. I don't believe in taking someone's money and charging a fee for 
shit that we can't deliver on. Uh, but right. we do free consultations. Um, we've got junior partners and junior associates in the firm. So if it's not something that, that I can take on personally, we do have people that, that can facilitate and are, are highly knowledgeable and, and can help. So <clears throat> anyone can call. There is no minimum revenue number, maximum revenue number, you know, none of that shit. Uh, we're a little bit different than your standard financial planning firm who only operates on certain budgets, et cetera. So we do have people that are in positions to help everyone. Uh, but yeah, free consultation, you know, 15, 20, 30 minute phone call. We'll, we'll have a good grasp on what's going on and, and how we can help. Um, and then we can kind of go from there. Awesome. Well, I think it's a one hell of a service and, um, and what you're doing and helping small businesses like that, because let's face it, like, like we were saying, you know, we don't know what the fuck we're doing when it comes to that shit and nor do we want to. So, yeah, for the most part, which is why we have a business. So thank you for not wanting. <laughs> um, but secondly, yeah, man, I mean, at the end of the day, if we can help shave money and save money and, and kind of keep you on the right path and, you know, it's ultimately what we're here for. That's awesome. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time to jump on here, man, and help out our listeners. And hopefully um, this will help you as well and help get everything going. Keep building that, keep building that up. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, hopefully, well, I'll see you on a call uh, next Tuesday as well. Yep. We'll be there. So, I'll keep you posted on the, uh, the, the, the nice warm up exercise uh, coming up in, in a couple of weeks. Awesome. That sounds good. Well, everybody, that's uh, that's it for this episode. Of course, always check out Vita Nova Cigars, one of our sponsors, and of course, Cario Shop here in St. Louis. And please like, share the show, leave us a five-star review, and thank you for listening. And don't forget to go enjoy the drive. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into the Business Cars and Cigars podcast. Make sure to share this with someone you know that can benefit from this content. Remember to support this show by rating, reviewing, and subscribing.